0: The writing process to me is really, really inside, if that's the opposite of outside. It's felt so personal and present.
1: I realized I had trouble pronouncing (laughs) weary.
2: Did I say it right? Speaking my words and my trauma out loud took it to a whole new level. I'm glad I did it, but it was definitely intimidating.
0: Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks.
1: In this episode, meet writer and president of Beggars Group U.S. Nabil Ayers, CEO of The House at 1229, Kathleen Buell, and former city dweller turned nonprofit farm owner Jake Kaiser. Press play to hear what the authors are most proud to share in their audiobooks about their extraordinary lives. Enjoy.
0: Hi, this is Nabil Ayers, author of My Life in the Sunshine, Searching for My Father and Discovering My Family. I was inspired to write my book when I was with my mother and her husband Jim had an operation and we spent probably one long 12-hour day in the waiting room at the hospital and it was just me and my mother with really nothing to do. And we started talking a lot, I guess in more depth than we usually Have time to. This was probably five years ago, maybe six years ago. And the hospital happened to be the same hospital that I'd been born in, in New York City. So she was obviously in a kind of emotional, delicate state, worried about her husband, and just started really opening up and telling me more things that I'd never known about my childhood and more about the things that led to me being born and stories about her meeting my father. And I had my laptop, and I said, do you mind if I take notes? And she was happy. And so I really just started, I want to say interviewing her, but it wasn't an interview because I didn't need to ask questions. She was just kind of talking, and I got so much information and a lot that I'd never heard. And this was around the same time I'd begun just kind of writing as a new hobby. So the two things kind of bled into each other where it became obvious to me that I needed to write more about my life that I'd just learned a lot about that day. If I had to describe recording my audiobook in one word, I think the word would be outside because I kind of felt like I was outside of myself a lot of the time. It took a few days and at the beginning of each day, it felt very much like it was me reading something I'd written and it all made sense and felt like I was very present. But after an hour or two each time, I feel like I gradually pulled back and like I was somebody else just sort of looking down on... Somebody who was reading some words, and I felt not disconnected because it still felt emotional and I felt connected to it, but there were times when it felt like a page could go by and I didn't even remember doing it. It was kind of just a weird outside process. That feels different than the writing process to me. The writing process to me is really, really inside, if that's the opposite of outside. It's felt so, so personal and present and I compare it to music a lot because I play drums and used to play in bands. And there, there were times when I'd played a show and kind of forgotten about it. Not in a bad way, but just you get so kind of involved that it disappears. But that makes sense that recording the book would be kind of similar to playing drums because when I'm writing, I'm writing something new. But when I'm recording the book, I'm repeating something I've already done. And when I'm playing drums in a concert, I'm repeating a part that I've already played. So maybe that's why it's easier to sort of disappear from it because you're just kind of imitating yourself. Weirdly, the word that I kept getting stuck on is my father is named Roy. And even now, (laughs) when I say it right after recording it, it still feels strange. It's like this super short three-letter, one-syllable word that felt like it was three syllables sometimes when I was reading it. I would say, like, I'm exaggerating, but it felt like I didn't know how to say it anymore after saying it so many times. I'm excited that listeners will hear me read the book aloud for the first time because I've obviously read the book, maybe not in this exact, exact form, but I've read it in very similar forms way too many times, and I feel too close to it in that way, and I feel like I lost my objectivity a long time ago. But a lot of that came back in the reading of it and reading it aloud, I think, allowed me to kind of feel excited about it again and to actually, in a strange way, be surprised and anxious and hopeful and have these emotions that had sort of left the process once I'd written it and read it enough, but reemerged when I was reading it aloud. And so I think it has hopefully just a bit more spirit to it. For the question of who I would cast to do my audiobook, and it's related to me being asked the question, who's going to play me in the movie, which so many friends have asked me, I have two answers. The first one is always The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the actor, I think maybe because, well, he has even less hair than I do, but it's probably on purpose, but because he's biracial and also just like... Seems like a a wonderful, fun-loving guy, and it makes people laugh whenever I say that, but I really would love for him to do it. And then the other one is the complete opposite. There's a girl who I think is 11 or 12 years old named Nandi Bushnell, who is a drummer in England, not in London, but I think somewhere in a smaller city, and she's become like a really famous internet drummer. She's also biracial, incredible drummer, an incredible personality, and... I've thought of her in sort of the young drumming scenes in the book, how much it would be amazing to have her play me, or even, you know, in a perfect world where you could have different people just do certain lines in the audiobook. I imagined her doing some of the kid drum lines, which would be really fun. And now, please enjoy a clip from my audiobook. In 1970, Roy Ayers released the album Ubiquity. An inscription on the album's back cover explains the title. One of us could be somewhere. Some of us could be elsewhere. All of us could be everywhere. Ubiquity is being somewhere, elsewhere, and everywhere, always. By design, my father was never part of our lives, but he's always existed in my life, somewhere, elsewhere, and everywhere.
1: Hi, this is Kathleen Buell, author of If We Break. I wrote my book initially because I was trying to understand what happened during a difficult time in my life. And as I gained clarity, I believed that my story might be able to help others. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, That word would be emotional, especially when I was reading the chapter about cancer. I just kept thinking about my daughters, and it was hard. I realized I had trouble pronouncing (laughs) weary. Did I say it right? (laughs) I can't hear it. I only hear me saying it correctly, but apparently... My Southside Chicago accent is coming through with the word "weary," And then there was another mispronounced, although I argue this point. I was told to pronounce Porsche as Porsche. So I did it, but I personally feel like it's Porsche. I'm proud that I was able to get through my book without too many tears pretty good about that. I'll be interested to see if listeners can hear moments when the tears were just like, ugh, fighting to come out. But I'm proud I did it. I got through it without crying. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Kristen Wig as the reader. I just love her there are parts of her voice and the way she carries herself that are very familiar to me my favorite place to listen to audiobooks is when i am on long runs or hikes the last audiobook that i listened to that i loved was the testament of mary read by meryl streep i listen to it when i take my runs and walks along the Potomac River, and it really felt like I had the voice of Mary in my head. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. After a few weeks, I found myself dancing with a shaggy-haired volunteer who came from a little state I'd barely heard of. His name was Hunter Biden. As he swung me around that night, my heart started to beat just a little bit faster. He was shy at first, but I never stopped talking. After that night, whenever I would see him and he'd smile at me, I would feel my entire body respond. I'd never met anyone like him before.
2: Hi, this is Jake Kaiser, author of Daffodil Hill, Uprooting my life, buying a farm, and learning to bloom. What inspired me to write Daffodil Hill is that I had finally healed myself and I could now throw a lifeline out to other people, and it was important to me to do that. Hence, I wrote the book. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, it would be intimidating. This is something I've never done before, and speaking my words and my trauma out loud took it to a whole new level. I'm glad I did it, but it was definitely intimidating. I think there are a lot of words and phrases I realized I didn't actually know how to pronounce. Can I list 40 of them? But I've had a lifelong speech impediment, so... It was just glaring in my face many times throughout the book. I'm proud I was able to get over my intimidation and that over the course of reading my own words, I became a lot more comfortable with them, which I think is going to be great practice as the book debuts to hear my own trauma spoken out loud. And I'm actually pretty proud about that. My dream narrator is alive And considering my connection to him, it would have to be Morgan Freeman. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. In the three minutes since I'd last checked, I'd racked up 13 missed texts, all from her. Laura, the reality TV starlet. I took repeated deep breaths, in through the nose, out through the mouth. This was De Rigueur. This was my job. I was a publicist, and she needed publicity. But did that mean I had to sacrifice my nights, weekends, and every available moment? Her never-ending calls, texts, and emails were starting to give me gray hair.
0: This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.
2: For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.